If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Ski since the sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, we are back with more record predictions. We just gave you guys our ASC South. Now it's time to check out our NSC South. Before we go into that, gotta shout out a special fan, Steve Viarella. Him and his softball team, his girls, are going to play in a tournament in Marshfield this weekend. So good luck to the South Shore Chaos and especially that Viarella family. But guys, we're gonna get things started with Tampa Bay and Kev made our quest. So, we will hear Kev give us the Tampa Bay picks first. Alright guys, so if you guys heard the AFC South predictions, I had said that the Colts are the team that I have given the best record to thus far in my ratings. That scares me. And that still holds true even though the Bucks. 14-3, and three, got the Bucks finishing under that at 12-5. and five. I'm sure a lot of people don't have them losing five games. But Kevy Kellerman, of course, coming to you, has them losing five games. So week one, I got them losing right off the bat against Dallas. I think Dallas is going to come out guns blazing. Dak's finally healthy. And last year, they were starting off hot until Dak got injured. So I think they can sneak one by them week one. I think Tampa Bay will still be riding high off that Super Bowl win against the Chiefs. So I think they might be not complacent, but just a little bit slow to start the season just because they're going to be high off of that Super Bowl win. I do have them winning week two against Atlanta, and I have them losing again week three at the Rams. So that's one to two to start, and I'm just going to finish it because why not? It's Tom Brady the GOAT. So after the Rams, they got New England, and anyone that thinks the Pats even have a remote shot at winning this game are absolutely, I don't even want to talk will, to you. Will, you. will you give me the Pats plus nine? No. Tom Brady is going to come out and blow the Pats away. So, so I'll, 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 bet, I'll bet you. Okay. I'll bet you plus nine. Let's you're, go. You're already getting one. Who's already getting one pizza today? I'm only so. two. I'm only two. Um, and then after the Pats, they got Miami. Got them beating Miami. Got them winning at Philly. Got them winning at, oh, not at Chicago, but got them beating Chicago. And then I have them winning at New Orleans before the bye. And then after the bye, they start off a little rough. They win at Washington. Lose against the Giants. I have the Giants beating them. I just think... When it comes to Tom Brady, the Giants have his number. And this is probably the best they've been since the last time Brady's played them in the Super Bowl. So, you know, I I, Love I expect a lot out of the Giants this year. And I do think that out of all these, like, borderline games, the Giants is one that they will sneak from. That's your best take of 2021. Oh. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. And then I do have them... I do have them losing to Indy, too, so I have them losing to both of you guys' team. Showing some love to my to my panelists over here. And I got them beating Atlanta, losing to Buffalo, and then after Buffalo, they'll win out the rest of the four games. New Orleans at Carolina, at the Jets, and then Carolina again at Tampa Bay to end the season. All right, before I shift Tampa Bay to Lou, I got a text message, friend of the show, Ray Albanese, yesterday okay. at, after the Julio Uncle news. Ray. All right. <laughs> Raymond. So... Kev, I'm saying this because you followed up with your Titans take. Is he crazy to have AFC championship expectations for the Titans? I mean, no, but it's like I feel like every other team got better in multiple aspects. Like, they did get another wide receiver, but again, that's a high salary, injury-prone, with no O-line, no defense, and a quarterback getting older. And, like, how many years can we rely on Derrick Henry to just carry the load? Like, eventually yeah. it takes a toll on everybody. Like, no, AP absolutely. had down seasons. McCaffrey's had down seasons. 
everybody's had a down season. I think so. you have to expect a down season after 2,000 yards. I mean, how do you even, like, follow that up? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And what are the odds that they do that again? The defense comes back. And again, with the draft pick who has an actual broken back, and the guy they drafted before that played, I think, four games and is no longer on the team. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think it's possible. I put them in the same category as Pittsburgh. They can either be really good or just mediocre. I think Julio is definitely going to have an impact. And I don't know if it's going to necessarily benefit Julio more or A.J. Brown more. Because I think, you know, if I'm talking fantasy-wise, I think A.J. Brown's the guy I want over Julio. I just think, you know, there definitely is more of a chance that he'll stay healthy over Julio. Um, and I also still think that he's probably going to keep, like, his ex-receiver position, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they'll, they won't move his spot, but wherever Julio needs to go, he'll go. And, though I think you you bring up some great points as far as, you know, trying to shift that offense and take some load off of Derrick Henry because I think a big question that comes along with that is, like, what are your expectations and, like, perspective on Ryan Tannehill? Because if we're, if we're sitting here saying he's already peaked, then that could be something that's problematic for them. And I definitely don't think that Tannehill can sling it like uh, Matt Ryan. And it happened to Eli and Luck, dude. It doesn't matter how good the team is, dude. If you can't keep the QB upright, it's pointless. Yes, sir. So, Ray, there you go. But Lou's going to get us started with the Bucks, and I'm sure you're going to be loving this one. All right, so as much as I, I may not like the Bucks, I do have them at a, at a great record winning the division easily. Uh, I have them at... 13-4 for the season. The only losses I think come are at the Rams. I think that's a tough game for mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, and the Rams play zero tough home games out of division. I don't know how they scored that, but good for them. Uh, I think the New England game is close. I have the bet with Kev going right mm-hmm. now. I, I don't think the Pats get blown out. I think that's a good game. I have them losing at New Orleans because that's a, a division game. They split at Indy, obviously. <laughs> and then at Carolina late in the season. Carolina did take a game from them last year and. and they have gotten better, so I think the Bucks are a great team. They still have the best defense in the division, the best offense, but they're going to have to lose some games somewhere, and it, they do take the foot off the gas pedal a little bit, and they're going to have to figure things out. Even though they did bring pretty much the same core of guys back, what are the odds like Ronald Jones and Fournette play as many games, or Chris Godwin doesn't get hurt a ton, or Mike Evans doesn't get hurt a ton, oh, or Gronk actually plays almost every game? Like th- That's my guarantee of the season, yeah. is Gronk only plays about 10 games. I know. That's you, a guarantee. You've been calling that for a long time, Luke. It's not crazy, though. No, definitely not. The dude's brittle. <laughs> so I have Tampa Bay with a 13-4 and record. Uh-huh. I think that's realistic. I think usually when it comes down to the best regular season team, it never comes down to, like, having, you know, the best record. That that doesn't never. mean that it ca- that carries over to a championship. You know what I mean? And I think that kind of goes... To show here, and I talked about the Ravens being a 14-win team. I'm talking about Tampa Bay, the defending Super Bowl champs, losing four games. So with 13 wins, I don't think that's me being critical. I think that's realistic. And the more motivation Brady has, the better it is for the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? So give them a couple losses, and, and there you go. Uh, I do have Tampa Bay winning week one, winning versus Atlanta week two. I do have them losing the Rams week three, and... I think it's really interesting. Te- people are really valuing, you know, the Rams really high, and I think we all should. But yeah. I feel like they're one of those teams that if they're not, you know, clicking right away, that could be one of, like, the biggest, like, upsets Lost. as far as, like, teams go. Um, so definitely could be interesting. They're still losing to San Fran twice this year. Mark my words. <laughs> Probably. But after that week three loss, 
I don't have the Bucks losing again until week 13. And Lou, you mentioned Carolina being a division game that they lose. I actually think that they're going to lose in Atlanta. And, you know, Atlanta's offense, they really do have some pieces. And I know they don't have the defense. I know the coaching scenario is all over the place. But, you know, Matt Ryan can easily put up 40 points. It's just, you know, can the defense not let up 50? Yeah. So, so that's what it always is. And then, after that, I have Tampa Bay winning versus Buffalo at home. But after that, another two losses in division. So, losing Sunday night football, home versus the Saints, and then traveling to Carolina week 16 and losing. So, yeah, I don't think their division is necessarily considered contenders, but I definitely think that you know, within every single division that you're going to get a couple of games here and there. And it's it's very, very, very hard to, you know, sweep the, the competition throughout the division. I'm going to get things started with the Saints. So to kick off the Saints, first I'm going to shout out Joe Bruno with the Reggie Bush jersey. You know the deal. Uh, always, always love to Bruno. Uh, week 1, New Orleans. Week 2, New Orleans. Week 3, New Orleans. I have them losing three straight games, starting off 0-3. For the new Saints, no Drew Brees. Um, losing versus Green Bay, losing versus Carolina, and losing at New England. But I do have the Saints sadly beating the New York Giants week four to get their first run of the season. Yeah, Steve, I have the same exact thing, and I'm going to flip-flop on one of my picks. So I had them at eight, at 9 and 8, I'm going to have them at 8 and 9. I think they lose at Washington. I had them winning that, but I don't believe they'll win it. Yes, sir. I, I think got they'll that lose, too, Lou. I think they'll lose at Seattle, beat the Bucks in one game, then beat Atlanta. Lose at Tennessee, then beat Philly. Me and Steve are all out on Philly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lose versus the Bills, beat Dallas at home, beat the Jets, lose to the Bucks, beat Miami, beat Carolina, and lose in Atlanta. Because uh, not sold on Miami. Just not. Steve, I'm glad you said that about sweeping the competition because I was actually curious and I was just looking back at my notes. And I actually have two teams so far that we've done that I have sweeping the division. And it's the Ravens and it's the Bucks. So wow. that'll be interesting to wow. see. Um, but that was just More a little. That was just a little. <laughs> that was just a little fun fact. But as far as the Saints, I'm just gonna go through the entire season because I actually only have them at five and twelve this year. I think losing Drew Brees is gonna be a big blow to their organization in the sense of all right, what do we do next? Not as far as you know roster because you can go out and get someone that could win games. But I just think it's like all right, where do we look? Do we go for a running QB? Do we go for someone like a like Locking you know what I mean? Like what do you do? Yes, um, so, so I have them. The wins, I have them starting off zero and seven right off the bat. Woo! I do. I got them losing against Green Bay, losing at Carolina, Giants. losing against the Pats. I do have them losing against the Giants, yes, and I do have them losing against Washington as well. The football team. And then they have the bye, and I have them losing their first two after the bye as well at Seattle and Tampa Bay, and here comes their first win, Atlanta. Got them losing against Tennessee. Another win at Philly, and their last three wins come later in the season at the Jets, the second time around versus Carolina at home, and I have them winning at Atlanta. So I do have them sweeping Atlanta. It's the only team I have them sweeping in the division. Um, but, yeah, 5-12 and 12 for the Saints. I mean, they still have Kamara. Hopefully Michael Thomas will stay healthy and not be a diva. Um, but other than Ooh. that, there's really not much they have. Thompson I mean, shot especially without Thomas. Drew Brees, it's going to be tough. <laughs> no, I definitely will. And, you know, to pick things up where I left off with the Saints, I definitely have them losing to the football team. And I think the Giants and Washington are going to be really interesting, really competitive. And if anyone thinks that the Cowboys are going to walk all over the NFC East, I think those two teams 
are going to play them extremely tough throughout the year. So I think the East is wide open, but every year it's wide open. So I'll tell you this, though. I think the Giants sweep the Redskins. Ooh, I, I love that. I love that. Last year we slept the Redskins. Now the goal is to sweep the Eagles because they suck. You know how me and Lou feel about them. But losing to Seattle Monday Night Football Week 7, then I have the Saints getting a little hot. So from Week 8 to Week 11, beating Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Philly. Then Week 12, losing to Buffalo. And then, you know, for the rest of the season, going 4-2. and two. So win against Dallas, a win against the Jets, win against Miami, and win against Carolina but also losing to Tampa Bay in Atlanta. So those are two division games. That has the Saints at a 9-8 and eight record, and I think that's generous. I think that's extremely generous because we still don't know who's going to be their quarterback. And if you're sitting here trying to convince me that Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill can win nine games as a starting quarterback, you're crazy. So convince me, Saints. Lou, you want to get us started with Carolina? Yeah, all right, so Carolina is probably one of the toughest teams we're going to have to pick all season just because we don't know what they'll be. We don't know if they'll be more improved with the offense they have. McCaffrey's back. They have a better QB, but we'll see. I have them actually winning three straight. First the Jets, first the Saints, and at the Texans. Then I have them losing at Dallas, beating Philly, and then they go on a big losing streak, big-time losing streak. Uh, lose to Minnesota, the Giants, at Atlanta, at uh, versus New England, and then at Arizona, I just don't think that's a good stretch at all, especially for defensive purposes. Uh, I don't see them scoring a ton of points on the Giants at all, nor the Pats, nor Arizona, even even though Arizona's defense isn't crazy good. Uh, then I have them beating Washington, losing at Miami, beating Atlanta, losing to the Bills. Uh, I have them beating the Bucks one game. Okay. Everyone takes a division game, yep. unless it's in Kev's division. Um, <laughs> right. Then they lose out versus the Bucks in New Orleans at the end of the season. Oh, nice man. seven and ten record, which is a big improvement, and I give I think gives them some hope for the future. No, it absolutely does, and you know Carolina is so tough because I think you know as far as players and individually, I think you know they're very promising. I think Sam Darnold was a cheap option and still doesn't put them out of a scenario to necessarily draft a quarterback if they needed to. I only have Carolina getting five wins here. And it's tough because I actually have them starting out 3-0. and But after that, throughout the rest of the season, only sprinkling in another two. And I don't think that this is necessarily an easy schedule either. But I also think, you know, Carolina is one of those teams that are very fringe. So we'll see them lose games that they should win and, and win games that they shouldn't probably be competitive in. So those first three wins of the season versus the Jets, New Orleans, and Houston. And then their next win comes week six versus Minnesota. That's a home game. And then after that, they don't win another game until week 14. That's home versus Atlanta. So I have Carolina, you know, losing losing a lot of tough games. You know, some in the NFC East, the Giants and the Redskins, some in the NFC West. They got Arizona down here. And especially with that AFC East, I mean, I definitely don't think Carolina is good enough to, you know, compete with, with Buffalo and New England. So uh, definitely going to be interesting for Carolina, but 5-12 and 12 for the Panthers. Kev, do you want to get us started with Hotlanta? Sure, of course. All right, shout out my guys down south, Hotlanta. Home of the meat. No, the Migos are from Atlanta. Yeah, they yeah, are. yeah, home of the Migos. Okay, shout out the Migos. Um, so, unfortunately, we know the predicament the Falcons are in. Even though they do have a very high-powered offense, they lost a value piece in Julio, 
and I really don't think they have much of a defense, so I have them at a nice, fat, whomping three wins. Got them winning week one against Philly. Got them winning week five against the Jets, and I don't have them winning again until their third-to-last game against Detroit. Other than that, they'll all be big, fat L's. And it's not a see you later, Matt Ryan. It's a goodbye, all right? (laughs) <laughs> Usually it's not a goodbye, I'll see you later, but for Matt Ryan, it's a Sending goodbye. Send him home, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Feel that. Sending him home and finishing up his career in Atlanta, most likely. This will, this most likely will be Matt Ryan's last season in Atlanta if he even makes it through the rest of the year. Uh, I definitely have better expectations for Atlanta than Kev does, um, and I have better expectations for Atlanta than the Carolina Panthers. So... I mean, I feel bad. We're, we're beating up on these Eagles and Lions, so I'm sorry for all you Detroit and Philly should be fans. better. You should be better. Be better, as, as Kev would say. But I have Atlanta getting a win week one versus them, and then losing three straight, losing to Tampa Bay, the Giants, and the Washington football team. But I have Atlanta getting a nice win versus the Jets. That's a London game, week five. So Meet me at the London. <laughs> have them getting a win there, and then... That has Atlanta 2-3 and three going into the bye week, week 6. So, I feel like, you know, that's not bad for Atlanta. No, it's not really at all. I, I think it's, it really depends on how they protect Matt Ryan, and I'm not sold on it either. I have them at 5-12, and 12, and the only wins I have are at Philly week 1 uh, versus the Jets week uh, week 6 versus Carolina at home. Then all the way down, they get 1 versus Detroit, and then I think they take the game versus New Orleans at the end of the season. But 5-12 and 12 is the best I can give them. But I, I think that's generous. No, definitely. Definitely very generous. Um, week 7 with the Falcons. I have them losing to Miami. Week 8 getting a win versus Carolina. Losing week 9 to New Orleans. Winning. This is a big win. Week 10 at Dallas. Losing week 11 to New, uh, New England. I feel like that's obvious as well. Um, and then getting two in a row, a win versus Jacksonville and a win versus Tampa Bay, a surprise win versus Tampa Bay. Losing two in a row, Carolina and the 49ers. And then a win, a loss, and a win to end the season. A winning versus Detroit, losing versus Buffalo, and beating the Saints. So that has Atlanta with an 8-9 record, finishing just behind the New Orleans Saints, who would have nine wins. But the division is still Tampa Bay's. Mm-hmm. So, guys, those are our NFC South record predictions. Make sure you guys are tuning in to the rest of our divisions across the NFL. we got a bunch of YouTube content coming for you guys, so make sure you stay tuned. Some NBA, some NFL um, for, all you got, for all you fans. we got the NBA playoffs underway, guys. we got some summer planning going on. we got some pizzas we're about to shove down, uh, courtesy of Kev for losing bets. So, shout out to... To Kev for for comping lunch, but guys, leave us that five star review, Apple or the website. You know the deal since the sandbox.net. Five stars, or we don't want it. Peace out.